Hello, hello, hello. Happy Pride. Welcome back to Naturally New York. This is your host, Natalie Ayers, back at it again with another episode for y'all. And yes, it does happen to be June. Can you smell that? Can you smell the rainbow? Can you smell the blue and the purple pink skies? I'm stumbling on my words. Um, blue purple pink skies can you smell it um it's pride month i'm excited about it if you can't tell and i also just saw taylor swift if you can't tell i was just quoting her a bisexual icon just kidding she's not out just kidding maybe she's straight just kidding she's definitely bi who knows anyway did y'all enjoy the last episode with alex was so good we love finals by mars such a sleigh such a sleigh anyway welcome back to naturally new york it's been a minute um i am excited to give you this episode (laughs) it's it's a little bit all over the place but like in the best way i think um (laughs) i'm gonna talk about some very personal things about a little like slump rut i was in recently um by recently i mean ended you know about two hours before i recorded this (laughs) um and really who's to say anything ever ends but you know what i mean i go on a rant about bisexuality um i talk about my summer plans it's a great episode i'm recording it a little out of episode out of order if you can't tell, um, I did already record the meat of it, but um, I just wanted to while I was inspired. And now I'm recording a quick little little intro catch-up chat with Nat for you. So with that being said, this is now the catch-up chat with Nat. I know I need a little like jingle for this to put in like the catch-up chat with Nat Goldfish. That's the that's the wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Am I going to get a copyright thing for that? Anyway. Sorry if I do. Honestly, I'd be flattered if, like, Goldfish Corporate listened to my podcast. That'd be crazy. Um, Anyway, I'll work on that. If you have an idea for a jingle, let me know. Now, time to catch up. Where's my... Whoa, I'm, like, out of practice. I gotta grab my journal with my little calendar to see what I've been up to um but what I was gonna start catching up with is tv which I've watched a lot of lately shocking I know well speaking of it being pride pride month you know what I just watched slash I'm watching the queer ultimatum that's right you guessed it um (laughs) uh, is on Netflix which ooh, Netflix why you gotta do us dirty like that it will not let me watch my family's Netflix and my apartment now on my TV. It's saying this isn't your location. You're not home. You're a fraud. So rude. Um, anyway, but before that happened, I've been watching the Queer Ultimatum on Netflix. There was a, a heterosexual ultimatum previously, I think last year. On Netflix, which the show basically is like these couples are like 
on the precipice of getting engaged, but one party of the couple does not want to. And so the other person issues an ultimatum and they go on the show and they like trade wives and (laughs) it's, it's a whole thing. Anyway, this season, it was clear. And I tried watching the first season with the straight couples and I watched about 20 minutes and I hated it. I was bored. It was annoying. However, this season it is lesbian couples and I can't get enough of it. Me and Rachel are obsessed and captivated. So that's been a good time. Um, Some of my favorite people on it, if you're watching, are Mal. Um, I liked Mal and Lexi, honestly. Um, But now I'm like, oh, now I've seen a little more. But initially, I really liked Mal and Lexi. I do like Xander and Yoli. But I also like Yoli and Mal. Um, And that's what I have to say on that. What else have I been watching? I've been watching Ted Lasso. I believe I just finished um, this this season, season three. As always, it's great. Um, such a feel-good show, fun show. It's feel-good, but it's got its ups and downs, you know? It really takes you on a journey, which I love. Um, and there's a bunch of accents, which is also always fun. Speaking of accents and shows I've been watching, The Great. How great is The Great? If you're not watching The Great, I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) It's on Hulu. I believe this also was the third season. Very good. You could catch up on it. Um, It's, what is it, Dakota Fanning that's the lead? I don't know any actors' names anymore. It's really bad, Um, especially because it's my, me. (laughs) I'm an actor. But anyway, um, yeah, it's so good. It's about, like, Catherine the Great like ruler of Russia um, and Peter the Great, that whole era, I believe it's like mid 1700s Russia. Um, But they don't speak like it's the mid 1700s. They speak like it's 2023. Like they, in terms of their vocabulary, like it's very funny. It's comical. Um, Definitely like lots of cursing and sex and all of that. Rated R probably. Um, But it's so brilliant. It's so well done. Um, And it's so fun to see the costumes and the accents and everything. Um, Yeah, it's a really great show. I would recommend. Um, In the last episode, I mentioned that I was watching A Small Light, which is about Meep Gies, who was hiding the Frank family in Amsterdam during World War II. Um, Meep Gies. Yeah. That show ended. I think it was just a limited series. The ending, obviously, yeah, it was very upsetting. Like, it showed what happened in history, basically. Which, I mean, is not really a spoiler. They got taken and everyone but Otto Frank died, which is very upsetting. So anyway, that's depressing. Um, But the show was very well done, so I would really recommend it. Um... It's important for everyone to watch, but as a Jew, it was especially impactful. Uh, On a lighter note, I just saw New York, New York on Broadway, 
which, oh my gosh, was great. It was so good. And I had great seats, center mezzanine, probably best seats in the house are in that area. I'm not saying mine were. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw it with Rachel. It was so good. Um, yeah, we really, we really loved it. Um, two big numbers I can remember right now that really stood out were one where they were playing, um, the one guy was playing like five, six different, maybe more than that, 10 different instruments during the song. It was great. Crazy. Act one. Also act one, um, were the guys tap dancing on the roof. That was awesome too. Um, and then there was a song in act two called a quiet thing, which I sang in my senior show. So I was like, Oh my gosh. Okay. Kander and Ebb, I see you with the same song in the third show. I think, <laughs> um, good stuff though. Beautiful and very well done. Great cast. Um, yeah. And of course, Rachel and I did attend the Taylor Swift concert. Um, at MetLife, we may or may not have gone twice. Um, and the second time was with my mom and sister. So amazing. She really puts on quite a show and I can tell that she's taken voice lessons, um, throughout the last few years recently. I think her voice uh, and her technique has really improved, which it has to, to do this show that she's doing. I mean, she's performing for three, three and a half hours, um, you know, three days a week in a row. Um, so to have that stamina, you need to have good technique because otherwise her voice would be gone all the time. So yeah, I really enjoyed that. And I really enjoyed Phoebe Bridgers, who was the opener and they did a little duet together. It was just like such a spectacle. Like the costumes were amazing and beautiful. And she was, of course, and the sets, were amazing so aesthetically pleasing like every moment of that show you could get like million dollar photo like it's just stunning um and the music's great you know it was like kind of crazy hearing all her old songs that I grew up listening to basically she didn't sing anything from her debut album though which was kind of sad because I did listen to that in third grade (laughs) um and I like those songs. I listen to them now. So I understand it's probably because she doesn't own the rights to the album. Um, but I still would have liked to hear it. But obviously the show was great and it was already three hours. So I know she can't add too much more. <laughs> um, yeah. And then wow, I've been seeing a lot of live performance late- lately. Speaking of idols, tall queens that I grew up um, wanting to be, I saw Sutton Foster at the Carlisle Cafe recently, which was amazing. Truly a very inspiring performance. Um, I've always, you know, looked up to Sutton being a tall Broadway star. She really inspired me to think that I have a chance of doing that. (laughs) She's so talented. Um, Her acting is just really what puts her over the edge. It's so good and was really inspiring to me and a nice reminder for me that acting is important. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been working otherwise. <laughs> and yeah, I guess I've been consuming a lot of art lately, which is so awesome. Um, yeah, I don't even know. I've, I've been going to auditions, which have been great. Um, you know, having in-person auditions is 
awesome because I know that they're seeing me when they see me, but since I'm still currently non-union, um, there have been days where I've spent the whole day waiting to be seen and not been seen, which is frustrating and upsetting, but it's okay. You know, what's meant for you won't pass you. And, um, it's all good in the hood. I could always just join equity. Um, well, it's a little more complicated than that, right? <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, I feel like that's the main catch-ups I want to say, other than what I'm going to say later in the episode. So um, enjoy. And again, happy pride. Hello. So this week, I wanted to talk about being in a slump and kind of what that means and what it means more specifically for me. Um, As you may or may not have noticed, I skipped the last episode. There was no episode when there should have been two weeks ago. And that is mostly because I have been kind of in a slump the last like week or two or whatever, I guess. (laughs) I didn't record it three. Um, And, you know, that doesn't mean I've been a completely depressed good for nothing person the last however many weeks. Um, I have still been a person functioning in society and, you know, fine. Um, But if we say I'm normally at like 100% in terms of like mental health, depression, anxiety, etc., which I'm never at 100%, no one is, but let's just say I am, um, then I was at more of like a 65, 70... um, the last few weeks, maybe even less. Well, actually, this is a bad analogy because no one's at 100. So let's say I'm normally at like a 3 out of 10. 10 being terrible depression, crippling. Uh, 1 being you're totally fine somehow. (laughs) I'm normally probably about a 3. I would say the last, you know, bit, I've been more like a 6. Um, Yeah, that makes more sense and it feels more right than the other analogy. Um, Yeah, and, you know, I think it's fine. And that's part of why I haven't recorded. It's okay to, like, have those times. And, like, that's life and you will have those times. But, you know, it's good to get out of it. And I'm back down to my three. (laughs) And maybe even in the second out of two, I don't know. Um, But... Yeah, it will fluctuate and that's normal, but, you know, you don't want to stay above five for too long because that starts to get into not a great life. Um, And who wants that? And the way I got out of it, if you're wondering how I'm all bright and cheery and ready to record what fixed me, honestly, um, working out. (laughs) I just haven't been to the gym probably in that amount of time. I've been outside and I've been going on walks because it's starting to get warmer out. Well, actually last week, or was it two weeks ago? I don't know. I was super busy. I've been super busy lately with auditions and just things that I've been needing to get done. And I haven't had time really. Like normally I like to have my days to myself um, to work out and be productive and whatever before I work at night, when I work at night. But lately, I haven't had the time to have that daytime to myself. I've been too busy. And then once I did have the time, I like was in this rut now where I wasn't working out and I was just stressed and anxious about all the things I have going on and coming up. Um, And 
I was just like putting it off by just like watching TV. Um, hence why I have so many TV shows to talk about in the catch up chat with Nat. Um, yeah, but that's, that's just kind of where I've been at and I just want to be real with you guys. I've always been real with y'all. Um, yeah, so that's kind of how I'm feeling and, you know, the things I'm anxious about are mostly future things because that's always what it is, right? (laughs) Um, I have exciting summer plans coming up and I'll talk about them. But of course, I'm a little like anxious and been putting off packing and my responsibilities leading up to it, which is never great. (laughs) And um, I also am like starting to think about, you know, my lease ending and my new lease, like when, well, not my new lease, basically, if I'm going to renew this lease and if not, you know, getting a new apartment and the stress that's going to come with that, finding it once. And if I do find it, you know, moving and moving costs and all the ordeals and everything. Um, So that's not too fun to think about either. Um, If you're wondering, yes, I do plan to live with Rachel. Um, Well, we kind of live together now anyway, but we're going to get a one bed probably is what's going to happen. Um, but who knows? We might stay here. I don't really know yet. Um, and we're going to kind of be out of town, like, when we should be, like, prime apartment hunting time. So that's a little stressful as well. I'm kind of stressed about that. Um, but it's all going to be okay, and it's all going to work out. I'm just saying, like, these are the thoughts that I've had in my head that have kept me not motivated, but to do the productive things that I do. Normally, like, practice piano. Like, I've gotten out of my routine with that and working out and all those things um, that I normally do that make me a happy, functioning, productive person who's always seeking to better myself. Um, And you don't have to be like that. That's just how I am when I'm my best. I'm always seeking to better myself and the world um, through my actions. So, yeah. (laughs) kind of rambly but um yeah and I just want to say like some you know cures or steps not cures but some advice or some ways to maybe get out of it like I was just saying how working out helped me <laughs> um first of all I also want to say that like a big help could be going to therapy I am not in therapy right now um, I've done it in the past. I would love to go back. I tried looking into therapy actually about maybe a month or two ago. And all of the ones I was like applying for that were covered by my insurance, like aren't taking anyone right now. The therapists like aren't taking on new patients. And then I just kind of gave up on looking cause it was frustrating. Um, so that's upsetting, but I'm sure there's other ways, but all that to say, like, it is no one's job to notice if you're off or you're in like this rut, so to say, um, unless maybe you're in therapy and then it is their job. But in my case, it was no one's job. It's not my girlfriend's job. It's not my mom's job. It's not my best friend's job to be like, hey, Natalie, I feel like you're out of six right now and you're normally out of three on your depression. Like that is no one's job to do, um, to notice. And especially if you're good at hiding it, which in my case, I am, and maybe many of you are also actors. Um, 
it's good to to hide. It, it, it's easy to hide um, when you're feeling this way and when you're, I don't know, just a little off. Like I was just telling Rachel, my girlfriend, about it and I was like, oh my God, I just worked out and I'm feeling so much better than like the depressive rut I was in. And she was like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, like, she was like, you didn't tell me you're feeling that way. I was like, yeah, like, it's fine to worry about it. Um, And we'll talk about it when she's off work in a few hours. But, yeah, I mean, it wasn't her job to, like, notice that, Um, especially because it wasn't too extreme. You know, I only went up three notches on the depression scale, so to say. Um, So it wasn't too extreme. And also I was hiding it and, like, I wasn't seeing her as often because I was so busy. And when I am with her, I'm happy. Like, those are the moments I'm more, like, back down to, like, a three or four or less because I'm just happy to be with her. But it's more so when I'm alone and I'm, you know, not being productive and whatever. Um, Yeah, so it's not her job. And I did, you know, vent to her a little bit throughout the last, like, week or so, just saying that, like, I was anxious about packing and whatever. And that's kind of, like, all I thought it was. Um, So that's really all I told her. So, like, how could she know beyond what I tell her? Um, And same with my friends and my family. It's, yeah, they really only know what I tell them. So, and I, like, had a party. Like, I'm, like, you know, I've been seeming fine. And I really am fine. Like, but I'm better now. Like, (laughs) I was fine. I've always been fine. But. Yeah, I don't know. I hope this is making sense. I'm sure people can relate to this. Like, it's not always so extreme. And I've never been, like, medicated for depression or, you know, whatever, treated for it or, like, really had to go to a doctor about it because it's been severe. That's not me. That's not my story. I know plenty of people who have. And that's completely also, like, normal. If You know, that's you. That's okay. That's just not me. Um, And I think most if not all people who or who aren't necessarily diagnosed with depression have those moments of their life where they're in a rut and again I'm not even saying this is depression that's just like the easiest word to describe or use to compare the rut to that's not just like oh a rut my timer's going off for my um, lunch one moment all right I'm back post lunch still feeling good except for I did eat a chocolate covered oreo or two which is fine um (laughs) shout out jace who gave me those for watching his cat very sweet um anyway where was i yeah so i think it's kind of funny like looking back on the last few weeks and my life right now and just being like oh Part of why I was good at like hiding my, you know, three out of six out of ten is because I was autopiloting, as I talked about a few episodes ago. And back in that episode, I did say that autopiloting might not necessarily be a healthy thing per se, (laughs) but it's something I do and have done. And maybe that's kind of what I was partially doing the last few weeks. Um, I don't think I was exactly doing it because I'm very productive when I'm quote-unquote autopiloting, but I haven't been super lately. But I've been enough where, like, my life has stayed on track the last few weeks. Like, 
I worked when I had to work. I've, um, well, I guess that's the main, <laughs> I guess that's the main thing. No, it's not. I've like seen my friends when I had plans to see my friends. I like made plans. I had a party. I've like been on track, like doing the things I would be doing for the most part. Aside from the things I talked about before, like playing piano, working out and whatever and eating healthy. Well, eating as healthy as I usually do. So, yeah. Anyway, that's that. And yeah, it's just like funny to like think that I'm leaving in like this week for the summer and I have like been like I'm on track, like I'm, you know, other than I have to pack. Um, but otherwise, like everything's fine and it will be. And, you know, earlier today, even when I was in this pre-workout, pre or slump mindset, not pre, but slump mindset, pre-workout, I made a list of the things I had to do today. And that's just how I am. Um, so I guess I was like continuing to do that throughout the said slump so that I don't fall behind, which is good because that would be like really bad because then I'd be extra anxious, which would make things worse. So yeah. Anyway, on the theme of things to help though, get out of the slump. Again, talking about it with a therapist, etc. Working out. Even if you don't love like going to the gym, find another way to like move your body and just really want to get those endorphins. Like <laughs> they are so good. And today I went to the gym and I went on the elliptical and I ended up being on there for like an hour, which is like longer than I normally do and maybe should do. But like I was just on TikTok and listening to good music and vibing. And then I got off and I like got home and I was like, wow, I feel amazing. Oh my God, I haven't like felt like this in weeks. And then I was like, oh, I was in a slump. And we're not doing that again. We're not falling back into it. And it's so funny because like when I you don't go to the gym or like any habit that you have that you normally do daily, if you like miss a day or two, you're like, oh, I've missed two days. Like may as well not go now. Like, no, you can't fall into that. And I think they talk about this in the book Atomic Habits, which I've read, I believe by James Clear. Um, you can't just like be like, oh, all right, I ruined my streak. Like now I may as well give up. Like, no, just go, go on the third day, go on the fourth day. Oh, shoot. You missed the fifth day again. Go back on the sixth day. Like, it's okay <laughs> to miss a few days. It doesn't mean you have to give up on your great routine now. Like, it's so silly. Um, it is, it is like harder for me to go to the gym though when it's so nice out because I really do just want to go on walks, um, and enjoy the sun and that's okay too. Like you can do that instead of the gym, but I guess it was like so hot lately. And again, I've been busy and whatever. Anyway, working out is a way to help for me personally. Another way to help is singing, um, for you insert whatever activity you like to do that makes you feel better here. Maybe you also like to sing, even if you're not a professional singer, you know, 
you like to just belt out some, I don't know, Taylor Swift songs and cry or like a fun pop song and dance around and whatever. Use your hairbrush as a microphone moment. Um, Those are fun too. Um, Also eating healthy, like filling yourself with the right stuff. If you're not eating well and like you don't feel well, you're going to continue the cycle because you're like, ugh, I feel so schlubby today. Like why? Uh, I'm just going to like have like mac and cheese and like Oreos, LOL, adding myself and like whatever and just keep eating because I'm like depressed. Like, no, that's going to continue the cycle and make you more depressed. Don't do that. Like, it's so hard though to like force yourself to eat something like make a salad in that moment, but like sometimes you just have to. Um, and like put your favorite things in it, you know, like make make the most of it. Um, yeah. And then going outside, like I touched on this earlier with the walks. Again, these are all things that are personal to me, but maybe you also like insert whatever activity makes you happy here. But for me, going outside when it's nice out is so amazing. I'm really upset because yesterday I was supposed to have a picnic with my friends and it ended up getting kind of messed up and then we changed location and we went to Bryant Park and they had the lawn closed and I was so upset because I brought my blanket and I was so excited to just like lay in the sun and like have it heal me (laughs) and we didn't we sat in the shade in chairs and it was cold (laughs) um but like I know if I had laid in the sun like that would have made me feel better like listening to music um oh yeah listening to music too like whatever music you play at the top of your day like can set the tone for your day um and if you're not playing any music that could set the tone for your day too maybe you're doing some like mindful meditation and you don't want music that's another great tool or maybe you're using music as meditation like I do where I curate my morning songs to help me like get in the right mindset for the day um And the days where I skip that and I just go right out of bed and whatever, it makes a difference. Anyway, continue what I was saying about going outside. Like, the sun really does heal me. And it's so important to do that. Um, Yeah, just like connecting with nature. Being in the grass, um, the sand, the beach, the woods, which is where I'm going to spend my summer again. (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't know. Water. All the things. Nature is just so healing, I believe. So just ground yourself in it and with it. And that's what I'm going to say about this slump situation for now. (laughs) Um, I now also want to give you a little insight sneak peek into what my next six weeks are going to look like slash majority of my summer so this summer I will be drumroll please (laughs) working at a sleepaway camp Ah, the crowd goes wild the crowd is confused Natalie, what? You're working at a sleepaway camp? Aren't you like a theater girly? Well, yes. Both can be true at the same time. (laughs) 
because I will be the theater director at said sleepaway camp. Ooh, crowd goes wild. Um, <laughs> that being said, I'm very excited. I am going to be a, a theater director at a sleepaway camp. I got to choose a musical to direct. I'm going to be directing a full, like directing a musical for the first time ever, um, which I'm very excited about and nervous and maybe anxious about, which I was kind of talking about earlier, but um, ultimately I know I'm going to do a great job. I'm going to have a great team underneath me. It's all going to be good. Um, I have slight imposter syndrome, but like who doesn't, right? (laughs) Um, No, it'll be fine. It's going to be a really great time. I'm so excited um, to meet everyone and get started. Basically, I'm going to be doing this because Rachel, my girlfriend, is also going to be working at the same sleepaway camp with me. Well, with me, but not with me. (laughs) She's not in the theater department. Shocking. I know. Um, She's going to be like, in charge of like the younger kids kind of just overseeing them and everything but yeah we're both going to be on the leadership team basically she was supposed to go to a dinner with like someone else on the leadership team that hired her and was supposed to bring me um her girlfriend and this was like before like this is like kind of how I got the job basically just background I didn't really say that but that's what I'm saying so she was supposed to go to dinner And then they changed the day, and then I couldn't go that day because I had to work. And so the guy texted her and was like, "Uh, tell your girlfriend to quit her job and work at camp. And Rachel was like, haha, like, she's an actress, like, maybe a theater person, like a theater counselor. And he was like, we're looking for a theater director with, like, the eyes emoji. And she sent that to me, and I was like, oh, my God, like, I actually would be so interested in that. Um... And so I got connected with that guy. I then interviewed with like the heads of the camp and applied and all that. And yeah, they hired me, obviously. (laughs) Well, yeah, obviously, since I'm telling this story now. But yeah, um, and so that's kind of how that happened. Like, I'm so excited to get to like spend the summer out of the city like I did last summer Um, but I'm excited because this time it will be for like not as long I was gone for like two and a half months last summer this summer is gonna be like more like one and a half Um, so that's nice I still get to be in the city for the month of August which is really great I didn't get to really do that as much last year and the main thing I'm gonna be with Rachel which is gonna be so fun like I'm just thinking of it like a little six-week couples retreat. (laughs) Um, No, I'm just kidding, but also like not. We're gonna, (laughs) we're both like have, again, leadership positions high up and it's gonna be, you know, not easy at times and not fun at times. But that being said, majority of the time it will be fun and it'll be great and we'll have each other the whole time. So it's, I'm so excited. (laughs) Um, We both really love nature as I've talked about already in this episode that I love nature we love nature we love the water we love tanning um so hopefully we'll get to do quite a bit of that there's a nice big lake at the camp um yeah I'm just really excited it's gonna be so fun 
And I can't wait to keep you guys posted on my directing journey and all of that. Uh, I'll give you like all the show updates. <laughs> and um, I think I have some friends who are going to come see the show, which is funny and sweet. Um, I really don't have that long to put the show together. So we're going to be there for six weeks, but the camp is more like five. So I really only have more like four weeks to put the show together. Um, but it'll be great. It'll be great. Uh, <laughs> and I just want to clarify, it's not a theater camp. It's like a normal camp, but like I'm the theater person. Um, and again, like I said, I will have people under me, which is also crazy. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited for it. I, you know, like responsibility. I like leadership. I did it in my sorority. Um, <laughs> I've done it before in the past in, in job settings as well. And I'm really excited to direct a kid's show, like a show with kids in it. I have always, it's always something I've like kind of dreamt about and thought about as a career path, like being like a high school musical director or whatever. Um, so that's kind of like, this is kind of a good opportunity as a gateway to that and could be a good, um, you know, experience in the future if I want to apply for a job like that to be a high school musical director or something along those lines. Um, and or also just like a private voice teacher, you know, like just working with kids in theater is kind of always been like a dream of mine. So I'm really excited about it. And I get to do it with my girlfriend in a beautiful location. What, what more could I ask for? So yeah, I'm really excited for that. It's going to be a great summer. And again, like I said, I will most definitely keep you posted about it as I know you're going to want to hear. Yeah, I like it's so funny because Rachel like grew up going to sleepaway camp and I did not. <laughs> um, I always did shocker like theater camps or theater summer things. Um, so I didn't I didn't go to sleepaway camp. But so, yeah, like part of the imposter syndrome is that like I'm not like necessarily a camp girly, but I think I'll be okay. I, you know, again, I'll be with Rachel and I adapt pretty well. Honestly, my summer in the Renaissance Festival, like, was pretty similar to, like, camp vibes. Like, my sleeping arrangement, honestly, was, like, worse last summer at the Ren Fair than it's going to be this summer. I'm going to have AC. Oh, hi, Alexa. Um, I'm going to have AC this summer, which is exciting a step up from last summer um I'm not gonna need to sleep with a mosquito net I don't know if I ever said I did that but last summer but I did um so that'll be great again I'm gonna have Rachel I'm gonna have like an indoor bathroom and shower situation which is so nice again I don't know if I really really explained last summer I kind of forget but we would have to like go outside in the middle of the night with a flashlight to like use the bathroom and there was like bugs covering it it was like not really an ideal situation however I I don't have to do that anymore because I'm gonna be living in bougie camp uh, <laughs> and it's cool to like be on the leadership team and like yeah it's like we're not living with like the kids like we will, well, we're living, like, within the same grounds as the kids, but we have our own 
our own cabin or house situation. We don't really know yet if it's going to be a house or a cabin, but either way, <laughs> definitely no kids and definitely will be nice and all the things I said. So yeah, I'm really excited. And what else did I want to talk about? Okay, well, if you've made it this far, I have, I have a little rant. It is Pride Month. Happy, happy Pride. This episode's kind of all over the place, but that's fine. I have a little rant for you all. Um, let me take, sip some water. What I'm trying to say is I have this thing where I get older, but just never wiser. No, I'm just kidding. I have this thing where I get like kind of annoyed or I don't know the right word, confused, frustrated. I feel not seen when my other friends or people I know, acquaintances, um, are by, like women, for example, I know mostly by women, um, you know, they say they're by, and of course, like, I believe them because like, why would I not believe them? And then they like refuse to actively like seek out dating women. They only are interested in men. They only have their dating apps set to men if they're on dating apps. They only ever like hit on men at a bar. They only seek out men. And I'm just like, first of all, if you're trying to like be in a relationship and you're like truly bisexual, you're like, I would really date either. Like what is the reason for not wanting to expand your pool? Like if you're looking for love, if you're trying to find the one, right? And you are already cutting out half the population because say you're straight. Okay. I'm only going to date men. There goes half the population. You're bi. You could have a hundred percent of the population. Okay. Well, you know, we're just, if you're open to all genders, of course. Um, and again, like age ranges and whatever, but you get what I'm saying. Like, why are you narrowing the pool for yourself? Like when you could have, you could double the options. Why are you not doing that? Doubling the odds that you find your person. Why not do that? Like, I just, that I don't get. Like there's also men are trash. Men are trash. We all agree this. My bi friends who do this agree with this. Men are trash. So like, why, why are you not looking into women? And I think I also just feel kind of like personally attacked and like stressed out about it (laughs) because I'm like, okay, I identify as a bi woman. And the second I realized that I felt that way or that there was even a glimmer, I felt that way. I immediately um, sought out a girl, like a girlfriend, um, and, or just like, you know, doubled my odds by like making my bumble for women. Um, I'll remind you again, my bisexual tip is to have one app for women and one app for men. But also if not, you could just have like, say you're on hinge, like open to boys and girls and all genders, whatever you're into. Um, but for me, like I did Bumble was women and Hinge was men. So yeah, like I just, I don't know. I guess it makes me feel like I'm, I don't have a better way to say this, but like the dumb one, like, why did I do that? 
you know, am I, am I missing some memo here? And is the memo that we're either afraid to date someone who is a woman because we are afraid to be queer because we're afraid of all that's going to come at us from society if we date a woman because, you know, I've been facing those obstacles, of course. Um, but I just don't, or is it also because we know, you know, we're going to get a more stable life in general with a man. We think we're going to have more financial stability because the man's going to earn more and we'll have kids easier and people won't look at us weird. All these things, which really are valid reasons. Um, it's just none of my friends are saying that to me. And if that's your reason, if it's because you want stability and don't want to stress about homophobia your whole life, um, even though you will still be bisexual, if you marry a man, you'll still be a bisexual woman. So homophobia would still affect you, but less directly, of course, um, if they're not, you know, attacking your family. Is that why? Because I understand I understand if that's why. Like, I mean, I don't understand because I I wouldn't do that and I didn't do that. Like, if that's your reason, just say your reason. Or are you afraid to say that because you think you're going to seem like a coward because you're picking safety and stability over doubling your chances of finding love? I don't mean to, like, attack my own community. Like, obviously, again, this is directed towards bisexual women and that is exactly how I identify So I don't want to put my fellow bisexual women down. I'm just saying, I'm really just asking, like genuinely. And this isn't directed like at any of my friends specifically. I have a few who are like this, um, who I'm like, oh, like, why are you just looking for men if you're bi? And they're like, I don't know. Like, it's just easier or like women scare me or whatever. Like, Just like silly reasons where I'm like, why are you not shooting your shot? Like, I don't understand, especially on an app where it's so easy. You just click a button and there you go. You get men and women. Boom. Work is done for you. I don't know. I don't understand. And maybe I also just have like slight FOMO because (laughs) I didn't really have much time on the dating apps um, knowing that I was bi. I really just like, had my like two weeks on there and met Rachel and then was out which is great I know people should be jealous of that I know they are I'm just saying I didn't get to experience it as much so maybe I'm also jealous that I'm like you could be like living the bisexual dream and like going on all these dates with different genders like that sounds so fun um you know as a bi person at least (laughs) Um, But you're not. You're limiting yourself to men. Like, why? I don't know. I mean, I know because I just said the reasons why. Because the patriarchy. But, like, just tell me that. Or you're afraid to tell me that. Or that's not the reason. And maybe it's not the reason. I just want to know the real reason. Because right now, it's making no sense to me. And you're not telling me any other reason. And again, this isn't all of my bi friends. I have bi friends who have their apps open to all genders or are doing what I did where one app is for men, one is for women, you know, like I just, this is just, this is just uh, me on a soapbox for a moment. It's all rhetorical. Like you don't need to 
message me telling me why. But like, you can. Because I just want a conversation. I'm not going to attack you. Like, and again, I hope this doesn't seem like an attack. I really just am genuinely curious. Um, but yeah, happy pride. <laughs> I don't know. I'm off the soapbox now. Happy pride. Um, it feels nice to have it be my second pride where I am out and I am aware of my sexuality and I have a girlfriend. Um, same girlfriend as last pride. What do you know? <laughs> uh, I'm a lucky girl. So that's, um, Yeah. Let's just all be gay this month and forever. And yeah, I think that's it for this episode. A little bit all over the place, but such is life. Thus is life, whatever. (laughs) Um, Be sure to follow the NNY podcast Instagram, Naturally New York podcast on Instagram, which happens to be at NNY podcast. That is how I say that. Okay, it's clearly been a couple weeks. Um, You can also email us at nnypodcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram at nataliearis, N-A-T-A-L-I-E-A-R-I-S. And yeah, follow us on whatever platform you're listening to this on, Spotify, Apple Podcast, etc. Rate, review, five stars always. It's Pride Month. I'm gay. Give me five stars. Um, Yeah, that's it. Thank you guys for listening and happy Pride. <laughs>